Hello, and welcome to another episode of Philosophical Bones. I'm Nick. I'm Keith. And uh, it's been a few weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah. Well, we... work can do that to you. Yeah, I, I got a new schedule and everything, so yeah. I've been trying to balance everything One, out. I was telling the fans in the last couple episodes, sorry, I'm just going to say listeners. Yeah. That, I, I was telling the listeners in the last couple episodes that uh, the the schedule's kind of changed a little bit, yeah. and we'll, we'll fall into our new... Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. I just, today, tonight... Really, I just wanted to kind of come over and do an yeah. episode because I was like, ah, oh, I kind of miss doing this. It's, you got studio withdrawals. That's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> so uh, t- today's question. Well, I actually want to point out. I kind of. It's kind of funny. I'm doing. We're doing this question on. Um, we're recording this on Mother's Day. Right. Um. So I thought it was kind of funny. We're doing this. <laughs> but so uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, who uh, who had nicknamed uh, Curly Sue. Shout she, out. Curly she kind of gave me the inspiration for this question. <laughs> Um, and so today, uh, question 21 is... Uh, Damn, are we at 21? We're at 21, yeah. Uh, why do we engage in toxic relationships? That's it, dude, and it's such an interesting question. Mm. Because like, I was telling you, I've been reading a lot about like psychology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I really do believe it honestly starts in your own head. It's like, uh, say you have... I'm just going to try to put this so bluntly. Yeah. Like, say you have, you know, for a lack of a better... I hate using this phrase. Yeah. But like, say you have daddy issues. <laughs> that, that, I'm, dude, I'm making a point. No, you are. You know, like that. So you engage with men that, you know, if, if you're a woman in in this situation, then you have daddy issues. Yeah. You engage with men that are destructive because you're like trying to look to replace that uh, figure in your life. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy stuff, man. You could honestly go with the. Op- you could honestly say the same thing about. Uh, well, yeah. Moms too. There, there's a term for that too. I, well, 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 there's a clinical term for that. Is there? Yeah, it's um, Oedipism. Oh well, that's Oedipus complex. Yeah, well, well, that's where the the like the son wants to kill the, the yeah. father and marry the mother. Yeah, which is weird. Like yeah. the brain is weird. Well, that that used to happen a lot in like yeah. ancient Rome and stuff. The brain is weird. And Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, medieval times. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's it. Because I I bring an example with. Uh, yeah, I've probably honestly sought like mother figures out in my yeah. life. Well, over like time, you know, over time where I've, I've gotten to know women who are fucking phenomenal women. Mm-hmm. Um. And they've also been like mother figures to me in a way. I get that, dude. I, and I, I think that. I always kind of like sought that out a little bit because honestly, like I do not have a good relationship with my mom at all. I yeah, personally have not spoken to her. I haven't seen her in six years in person and I probably haven't spoken to her in five. Right, right. That's by my own choice. Yeah. I yeah. don't get along with her and she's a very toxic person to me. Toxic, To me. Yeah, not toxic. to my, my brother and my sister don't necessarily feel that way in the most part. I think my brother kind of does. Mm. But... My my sister has a you know she has a good relationship, but I got away from my from that relationship because it was damaging to me. Mm, yeah, see, and that's I get what you mean. And, I, I get what you mean. And I actually, I think I wrote something down a point. Actually, I wanted. <laughs> you got, to, I, wanted, I, I got you, like you got a bullet point. I actually do have some bullet points for this one. So bullet points. So actually, the, yeah, I wish a could, good way to go into this would be I wish how we could have some sound effects of gun firing. So <laughs> we can either go in one of two directions. So to start with, I think we'll either get we'll get we'll get back to it if we don't deal with it, but. Um, the three I have are how do we how do you how do you know you're in a toxic relationship? Um, loyalty towards family because a lot of times mm-hmm. it is fam- members of your family that are, yeah. that do have that and you kind of have a hard time getting away yeah. from that. And then how do we deal with it, dude? So where do you, which one do you want to start with? So I'm going to start with how you deal with it. Okay. Like so today, I, yeah, I well, <laughs> started that too. Well, like with the like I was telling you about today. Mm-hmm. Like I um, when I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to not rabbit hole here right quick, but like so I have this issue. They're like I, I create toxic relationships, mm. like that. I I do it subconsciously, mm-hmm. and I do it to myself. Like the other, per, like I'm talking sabotage yourself. I'm talking about I'm talking about like um, um, boyfriend girlfriend relationships. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about right mm-hmm. now. So like I'm really bad about seeing something normal and finding the shit that could be wrong and obsessing. And, yeah, and, and so I'm the toxic person in that situation. Well, it's kind of like when it comes to memories. Like we, you know, we we, we remember the bad memories. Yeah, we don't yeah. really remember the good memories. And yeah. that you kind of say the same the same thing. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. Where or your like, mind goes, you know, it goes to the worst place possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, actually a good example. Would be like, thing, oh well, oh this person is, is you text makes... someone and then you're like, yep. and you don't hear from them for like you know a few minutes. You're like, oh, what's going on? Maybe they don't want to talk to me anymore. And then you think uh, of every scenario. what's going on. And then like you know, and then like maybe ten minutes goes by or you know maybe an hour. And you're like, oh, what the hell? Like, why haven't I heard from them? Like, you know? who's to say when they pick up their phone? And I'm and never look gonna at hear it. from them again. Yeah, 
and it, your mind just go to these crazy places and then all of a sudden you get a text message you know an hour later and or whatever you, and, and it's, it's like, like oh yeah sorry i was doing this it's and like it's like letting the air out of a balloon yeah you have That's to literally it's literally what you it's have to like. just create this worst case scenario yeah. in your mind yeah you know well, well the reason I, reason i brought that up is mm-hmm. like being the toxic person in the relationship yeah Maybe because that it's really easy to do that. Yeah, it's re- it's really easy to to uh, let all your psychoses, let all your shit that you think about and you obsess about that that you're going to apply onto this new relationship mm. that you've experienced in past relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason to say it's going to be the same thing. True. You know, so being being the toxic person in the re- in the relationship is just as easy. Yeah, that's. What I mean, I'm it's doing. and it's. Good. It kind of sucks when you reckon, when you end up recognizing that, that yeah, about yourself. Dude, yeah, like, I mean, because no one wants to be that person. No one really ever thinks about that <laughs> themselves as being that person. And, and then you realize it until maybe know, like in hindsight. Yeah. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. I had to say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of was. I was gonna say it. And I was just. I, like, just no. I beat you to it. I beat you to it. <laughs> oh. So, uh, and, and you're also in your mind, you were talking about like family relationships and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, or like we were on like how we deal with it. Oh, how I deal with or it. Or no, we were. Is that you, that's no, where the, that's the first point we were going to. Well, right? No, how we deal with. Well, you're 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. Let me finish. Like you're 100 yeah. right, and I just like went off on a tangent. Yeah, that's all good. The way I dealt with it today with mm-hmm. like me being, I don't want to be the toxic one. Yeah. Like so, I distracted myself today by like fucking spring cleaning my house. Mm. Like I didn't give myself time to have that OCD and be like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Yeah. Like that's for me, it's distraction. Mm. That that's the best way to do with it. Like, do you, do you have anything there? Well, I mean, I, I was gonna say how I I dealt with because um, honestly, I can really say like the one toxic relationship I I've have or had in my life was my mother. Because mm-hmm. I just I just never got anything out of that relationship. Well, um, and that's an emotional like. Star. I yeah. Well, you look at you know, you look at somebody. And you're like, what does this person add to my life? Mm-hmm. And honestly, my mom just never really added much to my life. It, I know it's so, I know it's super bad to say. Well, I get you though, because like, I was piggybacking. Piggy, Except, well, the only thing she added in my life was like drama, right? And I didn't want that. Well, like piggybacking on, on what you were just saying mm-hmm. is like I was telling you earlier. Like the one thing, like doesn't matter, like if it's a friend relationship, a family relationship. I, I like I use the phrase end game. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this going to be at the end? Yeah. And I t- I tend to like think about that, mm. and that's not <laughs> that's not good. But, well, yeah, it's like when you when you first enter a relationship with someone and you like, you well, how play, is this going to end? Or you play out the scenario of like, oh, what could potentially happen in the future? Mm. And you like play out like six months of a, of a fantasy in your head. Well, like every like every long term girlfriend I've ever had, mm-hmm. I've had it in my mind consciously every single time. Yeah. Well, let's see how long this goes before it goes bad. That's <laughs> a horrible way to go into something, man. Well, I'm telling That's you. That's your problem right there. I know. Like I told you, I'm t- I'm the toxic one, and I'm yeah. trying to fix it. You're a glass half empty kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like um, my last girlfriend was years, like two years ago, mm. and like we were doing good. And then I was yeah. like, you know, I was like in the back of my mind, is like this isn't gonna last forever. This, that was on honestly that girl though. That girl's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but I was also blind, man. Yeah, I know. Love, <laughs> love will do that to you. It really is. Like, like if you put those little rose glasses man. on you, man. Yeah, it'll make you blind. Like it'll make you do stuff that you wouldn't do. Well, especially when you get comfortable in those toxic relationships. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it happens to a lot of people. Yeah. And not even necessarily. Well, well I like the way you well, say. Well, you know, it. you'll you'll actually see situations where people will be have have or be in toxic relationships you know, on a relationship side, and you see, a, and you see on it from a personal, the you know, uh, relationship side. Um, not a, a non-family one, and they know what's going on and how fucked up everything is in their in in their life and what this person is doing to them, but they just don't stop it because people will get so comfortable in those situations. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yeah, I, I fucking hate what, what's going on. And I don't like this person anymore, yeah. or the person I'm becoming because of it." But I just can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, to again piggyback on what you just said, mm-hmm. not to get heavy, but like think about um, th- this is the most blanket way I can put it. Mm. Like, uh, think about like uh, women in abusive relationships mm. where the male is abusive. Yeah. And they, they get comfortable or not comfortable, but they're afraid to leave. Yeah. And that's a toxic situation. That's actually a good way to put it is yeah. they're afraid to leave the situation. I mean, well, the hardest thing too is just finally saying, I've had enough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being like, you know, that's the hard, that's like, the... I know this is going to fuck that person up. Maybe, but I need to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. And you you have to be selfish sometimes. You deserve to be selfish. You deserve to be selfish. And that's actually something that's like, it's really hard to recognize for yourself. Yeah. You, de- um, you deserve to be selfish. Especially if you're a giving person. I mean, I try to, I'm a very like giving person, I like to think. 
And I'm really, I mean, I'm sure there's probably one or two people out there who disagree with me. <laughs> well, um, same with, I'm, you know, if there's there's a lot of people out there that would have be like, oh, I'm going to put it this way. Mm-hmm. Girls that have been in my life in the past yeah. and listening to this and be like, oh, I fucking get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking get it now. Like, no, he's like, way he, more of an asshole than that. He's way, <laughs> he's way more of an asshole than that, but he's also cracked. Yeah. You know, I'm like a cracked egg, dude. So so on the on the side of just, so we went into the relationships, what about the side of family? See, that's rough. That's the t- that's probably the toughest one. I mean, I can't really, I can somewhat expe- speak from experience because of like what I said when mm-hmm. I went through. But I, mine wasn't even a really extreme case. My, I probably had a pretty mild mm. case of a to- toxic relationship with, with a with a family member. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. I honestly don't get along with any of my my mom's family at all. No. I don't talk to any of them, no. and I probably never will talk to them because I just don't get along with them. Yeah. They're not people I would just want to be around or know. Yeah. And I like to keep people in my life that I like, and I can I get something out of of having, having the a relationship with yeah the, inter- the interaction with that person because you know if if you're not, if you have someone in your life it's not adding anything good or what's the point yeah or like you know making you you know giving you like thought there I keep wanting to think like thought provoking well you I'm um, just somebody to, that enriches your life just on what you were saying like mm-hmm. the way I've always looked at relationships in any faction yeah. is to be mutually beneficial to the other person mm. that that's I didn't mean to well one one I think. Uh, a uh, toxic relationship actually that comes about most is probably codependency. Dude, that's actually a good way to put it. Yeah, and I mean, I, 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 I might be a little bad saying this. No, I don't know. What, I don't no, know that, no, we can we can try. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of mention your dad a little bit. Yes, yes, and here's the thing: is this is a very good case study for yeah. what we're talking about. Okay, the, and this is legit. Now mm-hmm. I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. So my father had a stroke four and a half, almost five years ago. And here's the thing: is I put myself in his shoes. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Because he was a, he was a fucking he was six foot three, no, six foot two, mm-hmm. almost like two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. And now he's down to fucking just under a hundred pounds. Wow. You know, so it's hard for me. So this is like, like I said, a huge case study in what we're mm-hmm. talking about. And the thing is, is I, I I can't put this into the realm of a toxic relationship. Yeah. I can put it into a, a, a relationship that is hard. Mm. Not hard, but no, it's for. I'm trying to be so sensitive. Is he, I, I brought up like codependency a little bit. Well, is what it, I mean by codependency, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, I'm getting there. Yeah. So like, I put myself in his shoes, so it's hard for me to not, to not want to try to do something about it. The thing is, is I can't do anything about anything, so it hurts my heart. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So no, yeah, it, that, actually, it's a good. You know, it hurts. It hurts my heart. You know, like I can be there as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, this is something that I hope nobody, sh- no, I hope nobody's ever stricken by. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, it for me, it's like it's, um, and then, and this is very on the on the surface of the foam of what we're talking about, because mm. I do not want to say my dad's relationship with me is toxic. No, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't either. But it, it's uh, the thing is, is it's um, we could say it's toxic in the way that both of us are suffering. Oh. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like a shared a shared like that's another good way to go at a, a toxic relationship mm-hmm. is you're both sharing the same same hardship. And, but you're also, but see, there's that's another philosophical question. Like, <laughs> like if you're well, one sh- one thing I just thought of is uh, is is I think most of you will do recognize when they're in that mm-hmm. si- situation. Yeah, but it's almost like they feel like an obligation. Maybe that dude, you, good point. Because like he'll uh, he'll call me and be like, oh, thanks for answering the phone. I just needed yeah. somebody to talk to. Yeah, it's like, like no, dad. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like and, and you know it, it sucks because I, I I've seen this with um, actually a good example I can use is my neighbor. Um, oh yeah she's a good friend of mine and she's just she's gone through so much with her mom and actually like give a little story about her is um so she had to start taking care of her mom her mom has like some some brain issues like she she has a really bad memory and uh, cerebral, she had, cerebral shit yeah i think she's had some a couple aneurysms oh man like, yeah she's yeah. had like spinal fluid on the brain she's oh you're making actually, me rub my forehead like, yeah she, <laughs> she's got some some really big like major medical issues but she, so she had to start taking care of her mom because originally, like, she was getting taken care of by like her stepdad or something or, or her, her ex husband for a little while, and then I guess her sister had started watching her. Then they started just like stealing shit from her or something. Wow, just a lot of fucked up shit. In fact, I think she's been trying to get like a restraining order or something for from wow. for her sister to, or I think she might have gotten a court order for, so like her sister can't come over and see her. Shit. Yeah, it's Dude. pretty bad. Yeah, that's anyway, to- that's a toxic relationship. So yeah, she doesn't. So she doesn't have. She has a bad relationship with them. But she still like has her like nephews and nieces mm. from them. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so she's uh, she's always fighting to like try to get her mom better care or whatever. But 
I see how it's affected her life over the last two years, right. and she she honestly just does not have a life. So we're in the same outside because she her mom needs constant care. She can't yeah. even like work a real job. She wants to work. Yeah, and she every once in a while she'll just like do a job with somebody for like a day or two. Just get some money. Just get a little extra money. I mean, she can still like pay her rent and stuff with uh, the money she gets I, to, I to take care of her mom. I, I see where you're going. But her mom, you know, and she knows it's a really toxic relationship. And I hear them arguing like not as much as they used to be. They used to argue all the time. I could hear it through the wall. Mm. And because her mom would be like go into her room and like steal stuff and go oh, through her man. things. And it was just insane. But so like she knows what's going on. I, I, I always like talk to her and I'm always just like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I really wish like something would happen where this would change. I keep telling her like, you need to get her in a nursing home. She's like, I've been trying. So that falls in. She'll, the... but she'll start crying and everything. And actually, oh, it sucks because her mom actually just had a mild stroke, like just last week, I guess, or earlier this week. And it's. I have a personal sensitivity. But so... yeah, sorry for such a long story. But no. I want. But I it was. I thought it was a good example of yeah. somebody being in, and and it's not even a codependent relationship, but it is a very toxic relationship between the two. And but she she obviously feels like she need you know she has to take care of her mom because she's like she's the only person who will. Well, here's. Here, you, um, I need to say this real yeah. quick. So here's where is the difference between like okay, I got to say this perfectly. Boom, drop my mic. Yeah. So like some people would be in a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. but it's almost by like obligation. Yeah. I mean, like, or no, no, wrong way to say that. M- making the right choice that you feel is the right choice. Mm. Like, uh, like having you. Well, you're just be trying to be a good person, honestly. Yeah. Or like a good, like, then, like son or daughter. And then when that turns into a toxic relationship, mm. like, how do how do you navigate that? Like that, that's really the question, uh, right? Yeah. Like, how do you navigate that? Um, it's it's hard because you got to put your. It, you would be you would be doing. Oh, I'm just going to use the phrase your relative. Mm-hmm. You'd be doing your relative, your friend or whatever, a disservice to not actually put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. I think you just have to do the best you can, honestly. Yeah, yeah. tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to hate, you know, it's kind of bad to say something like this, but, you know, actually, I'm not going to make you say it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's a hard question, man. It really is. It's a hard question. I, and I just, I don't know what I, uh, if I, if I was in that situation where the cheese in, I mean, honestly, just the relationship I have with my mother, mm. like I'd pawn her off to anybody I possibly could because right. I would not want to take care of her because I yeah. just, I can't, I don't, I can't be around her. Right. I personally cannot be around her um, because I just, I, I can't stand her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when I've had toxic relationships with people that I just have met that, yeah. are, that aren't even like family. Yeah. Like I choose to bring them into my life. And just bad things ensue just yeah. because of knowing them. Well, what about, you know, actually a good, a good example too is a, what about people who uh, say, you know, they, 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 like, see, so okay, so you have a, say so you have some kids and then you get older and they have a family and then all of a sudden like th- that you start and you go and you live with them. You know, do, is it because like the, they feel ob- like their your kids feel obliged Obligated. to care of or mm, you're t- so you're talking about like the stepson, stepfather type? No, of I'm talking about like a family just situation. Oh, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, this is kind of popped in my head about like, or just restate it so I can, but, so I can compute. Well, pretty much. So if you were to have, if if you were to have kids, okay, and you get older, and you you know your your kids have have their have have kids, but you're, you okay. get to an age where you just kind of can't really take care of yourself as right. well anymore, mm-hmm. and so they move you into their house, right? But at the same time, maybe you don't get along that well with your kids. Well, that happens a lot. But your kids end up feeling obliged, like, oh, well, my dad's old. I was like, I guess. Actually, you see that sometimes is, is people are like, oh, well, I had kids, so somebody will take care of me when I'm older. Right. <laughs> well, it's well, it's a big thing, and uh, I'm just going to use uh, the term Asian culture because mm-hmm. it's, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. To where you, when when you get old and you can't take care of yourself, you are obligated by culture to take care of them. Yeah. Bring them in and take. So in like China in particular, you'll have like. Four generations in one household. Mm. They have a lot better family dynamic, though, in, the, in those worlds. They do, I think. They absolutely do. Well, I, mean, it, I actually, it, the U.S. is very different than a lot of other cultures because mm-hmm. we we kind of try to pawn off our pawn our, off our old. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, it's like throw them in a nursing home, or we just uh, want to kind of forget yeah. about them. Make way for the next. Pe- uh, yeah, I, I want to do. My and own in other thing. cultures, it's like no, they're like honored people. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I, I saw one culture is like they you know after they after like a family member dies and they bury them like you know like a year later or like every year they'll 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 dig them up yeah and they'll like shower them with gifts and everything mm-hmm. and well, it's crazy think, well think about like uh, this is a broad stroke mm-hmm. but think about like dia dia I can't say it dia de los muertes muertos muertos oh uh, maybe but you, you, you get what I'm saying yeah. 
weren't they? Weren't, oh, oh, <laughs> Whatever. We're, People are going to be like, guys, guys, guys. We don't guys. speak Spanish, obviously. No. We, we grew up here, but we should. And I lost yeah. I lost my point. Actually, oh, no. Was... Like, well, one of the points I had in here was loyalty towards family. There you go. So yeah. actually, that's... A, that's um, this was what, kind of where I was going with the whole framework of the question was was about loyalty. Loyalty to the family? Yeah. Because it's like, that's actually the, a good way to put... Or you got to find that kind of balance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, uh, I've got a cool kind of like uh, anecdote. Mm-hmm. Like, so when my mom passed away, I was seven years old, and my dad, going back to what we were talking about earlier, yeah. would just spend time with me and get into the stuff. Like, my dad listened to Insane Clown Posse with me. <laughs> really? Faking that he liked it. Wow. He, well, he, I, he tells me to this day that he likes it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, th- th- that's so that's what makes it kind of hard. You know, just those little type of things. Yeah. Like, uh, that makes it hard for me to not have loyalty to him. And God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But like um, my mother's side of the family, to, if anybody out there, if you're my family and you actually listen to this, because I know some of my family does listen to this, <laughs> that uh, when my mother passed away, they put distance between myself and my dad. Yeah. Simpl- simply because I believe I reminded them of Oh, her. yeah, that does happen. And I do not fault them at all. Mm. And I'm saying I'm publicly saying this, I do not fault them at all, and I understand. But that happened. Like I, my, my dad and myself kind of became i'd ask you right now about the uh well we talk about loyalty towards family i'd talk about like maybe like a like a brother sister situation well, and i don't have but you don't <laughs> so i'll go into a little bit of mine so i know like um my brother and my sister like actually just you know within the last year or so they just they got they got in some stupid fight or whatever whatever happened so they don't talk anymore apparently my sister like can't stand my brother anymore oh, so man. she's in kind of the similar situation i am with my mom oh but she still talks to like his girlfriend <laughs> Yeah, well, because she's pregnant right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's not like they won't see each other again, but she's just like, she can't stand my brother right now it's anymore. Just on and I was like, well, that's the same situation I have with my mother, so I get yeah. it. But yeah, when it, it comes to, yeah, uh, loyalty towards family, but at the same time. It's a hard like, thing, man. You know, because you do have a lot of families who, who have like multiple kids, and, yeah. and a lot of times those kids like move away or they're, they get yeah. fucked up on something, or maybe they just do something fucked up to you, and they just become estranged. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Or even they sometimes like, oh, well, you're my brother. Like, I have to have a relationship with you. Because I have to. I'm always like, why, personally? <laughs> but that's me. Well, like, I don't have any biological... I can't judge somebody the way somebody else is, because I'm not a big... I'm not, honestly... The way I was raised is not, like, a big family-type situation. Okay, like, I it, really, it was like... Like, my mom and my dad, and my brother and my sister and me. And then I had, like, my dad's family. And my dad's family was really small, too, because it's, like, my, my two grandparents. I got two aunts, and I got two cousins. Okay. That's like it. Really? Like, I do not have a big family. By I, any I, grew means. Up, I grew up in an Irish Catholic family. My mother had 12 brothers yeah, and sisters. Yeah, I don't really have a bunch of cousins. I mean, on my mom's side of the family, like, I, she's got like a brother, a sister, and I think of like, yeah, like my, her sister is married. Well, well both of her uh, brother and sister are married, and then, then they have kids, and I like, I and I just don't talk to any of them. So I, I know I have a few cousins on that side, but I just don't give a shit about them. Dude, I, <laughs> I bet I have at least twenty cousins. Yeah. See, I just don't know, <laughs> or I, I just I, I care. I just don't care about getting to know them. <laughs> well, that's personally. Fair so, and I honestly don't. I don't feel I have any loyalty towards them. I always said about my mom. Well, my, my mom. I always said about my mom's brother, for instance. I just want to say this: like, uh, I've never met him. And because I remember for for years, like they were like my my mom and him were like kind of estranged because he was like fourteen years older than her. Oh wow! And so she never really knew him. And I guess later in life, like she got to know him. And I'm always like, I I, I said for years, even when I was a teenager, I was like, if I ever saw that guy, I'd probably want to just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck that guy. Yeah, I know, you know? what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, I'll, I'll, I know I'll never meet him in my life, and I could give a shit less. Well, it's not going to make a difference in your I'd life. I'd probably if I ever saw him and met him, he was like, oh hey, I'm your, your uncle. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, you're just yeah. some fucking asshole. To share some DNA. Like I'd be like, fuck off, dude. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Well, I'm related to you. We're, we're family. I'm like, no, you're fucking not, dude. This is the first time I've ever met you in my life, and I'd probably like four. I'd probably like forty or whatever. Big difference between. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Or if I all of a sudden got a phone call, like your your uncle died. I'm like, he's not my fucking uncle, and I could really give a shit less. Yeah. Well, I'm, so, I am pretty harsh right now. No, I gotta dude, say. Hey, hey, give me one of these. Uh, little fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, to kind of like, like uh, my friend Elaine that was here when you showed up. Mm-hmm. I've known her for almost 20 years. Yeah. I was I was there when her daughter was born. Yeah. I was like the whole nine yards. Like so that's family to me. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm getting at is like the people that actually are in your life, like um, people that are in your life on a daily basis, that's family. Mm. You know, like that's, I think family means more than blood. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a good, that's a actually a good way to go about it. Cause I think a lot of people later in their life, early, or not necessarily later, like, they start to develop another family outside yeah. of, you know, well, like, you know, like just of like close, like friends. Well, and I'll be frank, you know, like I'll be frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, in my life right now, like my family, like, dude, you're, you're part of my family. Thanks, Fucking man. Chad living next door, Tony, yeah. Tony, Elaine that was here. Like the family are the people that are in your life that, that, that are always there for you. Yeah, and, no matter what, you know, no matter what. Well, know. it's like the old adage, like you never pick your family. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, you actually kind of can. Yeah, you, you, but well, yeah, I mean, not blood family, but it's different though. Yeah, it's different though. Like and like and I, I wanted to really hit on that because mm-hmm. like, no, you make a very good point. Yeah, because like my, my like my family are now and like I've got my biological family that mm-hmm. I very, very rarely see. Yeah, but like my daily life of of people that matter to me. That's a family too. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't seen my grand my dad's family in at least like oh god, it's probably at least four or five years. Yeah, exactly. Which man. I hate because I'd love to go up and see them. Yeah. Um, I I, I think I saw my brother maybe, oh, maybe it was even like six months ago. Really? That's a lot. Or, yeah, that was probably the didn't last you, time. Didn't you guys go motorcycle riding? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just, it just like popped into my head. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it once a month. Yeah. I talked to my sister about. Yeah, a few weeks ago, which is the yeah. first time I really talked to her in like a yeah. month and a, uh, like a year and a half, actually. Yeah. Well, like getting, but that, uh, but uh, oh yeah, no, so I'm, I, not, I was I'm about, not like I'm just excited. No, I went off on a tangent, but I was gonna say about like uh, my family is like uh, I kind of went somewhere and then I like it, I just went off. But I, 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 I'm not in a family that's very like close knit or like yeah. super me like either man. Well, like, outside of me for some like you know you. like really close or you know we're not like huggers for instance yeah. or. I mean, if I saw my sister, you know, I'd give her a hug. But I see my brother, and we'll just kind of like shake hands or whatever. What's up, dude? <laughs> my dad, because my dad was never like a big, he was never like a hugger or any of that. He wasn't yeah. like super, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like touchy feely or anything. Well, my whole family really wasn't that way. I think Effective. my mom, every once in a while, was like, "Oh, give me a hug," and I'm just like, "This is weird." Uh, yeah, I always yeah. felt that way. It's like I'm, not, I'm that way too, man. I'm that and even way my too. dad's family, I go around my dad's family, I'm like, yeah, I'll give like you know my like my grandmother or my aunt's a hug. But, you know, I see my grandfather, you know, just say, like, hi, you know, shake his hand or whatever. Not huggers by any means. We're very, like, kind of, like, men, I want to say. <laughs> Manly yeah. men. Yeah, in that old sense of definition. Um, which is, I kind of feel the way I am. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I, like my newest job, or my, my job now is, like, a lot of, like, manual labor. Yeah. But I enjoy that. And I like kind of getting off work and being dirty. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. home, I need a shower, and I'm, like, and my, sh- my clothes are all, like, full of, like, dirt or whatever, caked in. I'm, like, it's a, it's Shoes are all of, dusty. I like that. I honestly like it. It's, in a, sen- it's a sense of accomplishment. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's um, cool, man. God, so where are we? Where are we at? Um, so we already... We, we rambled there for well, no, so so the, Well, the first one I had was, how do you know when you're in a toxic relationship? We, think haven't, we, we haven't talked about that one, or have we? Kind of. We, we go. Bit. Go. Well, like when you know you well when you know you're in a toxic relationship is when you're starting to have bad emotions. Oh, it's starting. So we kind of didn't cover this. Thing. Yeah, it's okay. Like, it's like when you're starting to have bad emotions, or you're starting to maybe experience uh, like obsessiveness, frustration, frustration, um, anxiety. You know, I'm not gonna. I think it's when you when you need a release too. Well, I'm not gonna get into like the physical aspect of a toxic relationship. Yeah. You know, like that. That's uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't even thinking about the physical. Well, I'm I'm going down the whole yeah. line. Go, go, go. Like, like when I'm interrupting. Like when you when you interact with somebody, mm-hmm. when you, when you interact with somebody is a relationship. So like, if you have that uh, interaction with somebody and it's negative mm-hmm. to your everyday psyche, that's a toxic relationship. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like when it's when when you, you can apply that to even just not just family or any. That's or, what I'm saying. Anything, 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 anybody in your life, honestly. Yeah, like it, if you don't look forward to reacting to that person, mm-hmm. if what they say to if you, you become frustrated just being around them. Yeah, if what they say to you that was my last job. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of people at my last job. If if what they say to you lingers after they oh, say yeah. it, you know, like that's, when you feel you have to analyze. Yeah, when you, you sit know, when your words when you're by yourself and like, what did they mean by that? Yeah. I That's one thing I hate about text messages. Right. Because you can't really get the context. Yeah, you can't get the context of what they're saying. It's like they are trying to joke around, but then you take it seriously. Yeah. Well, you know me, dude. I always come I have a bad habit of doing that with text. (laughs) Well, you know me, dude. I always come at our topics from a weird, like, my angles come out of nowhere. Well, that's why I like to talk to people in person or on the phone more. I mean, I don't get the opportunity to do it very often, but when I do, I enjoy it more. Like, you know, every once I'll get a text message from my brother or my sister and. I, but I'd rather just I, I I'd rather talk. just call them up. And that's why I like I, I want to talk to my brother. I just call him up. Yeah. Well, I'm you know we're from a a, la- 
an older generation, but I, per, you know, I enjoy text text messages are easy, quick, they're convenient. But I prefer the phone call. Yeah, I'd rather have the phone call. Too. Yeah, I prefer the phone. And call. you're not like wallowing on something later either. Like, oh, you can go back in a text history and, and go look through it and like yeah. re- reread what. And, the... and actually, you know, you can to to go for a toxic relationship. Honestly, is like you can look back and be like, that was the moment. Like, I, they that's where me I, off. That's where I. Yeah. That's, that's where I got upset. Yeah. And they can just keep going back to that moment again and, and again then reading. And, again. and then what you do is you go through and read the subsequent text. Yeah, messages and you like and... get a different reaction of the way it's going. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you, you're, you're like, oh, I wasn't pissed well, off at first, but I was like, then I look back, and I'm like, what the fuck were they saying to me? Well, then you, an- you then you re over analyze mm-hmm. it in your brain, and like that's one of the big things that I'm bad about. Yeah. Like even when like I I'll get messages and then you know, like my quote unquote uh, the um, interaction I'm gonna use mm-hmm. is with with somebody is like okay I'm starting to feel like it's going up or down or north or south. Yeah. You guys can't see my hands. <laughs> But like then I'll go back and like look at the text messages. It's like what did they say? What did I say? What yeah. did they say? What did I say? You know, and that's not healthy. Well, one question. Uh, actually, uh, this this might be a good way to, to kind of finish up this topic. But is uh, it's came to my man in my head, and I think this is this is definitely something we haven't talked about. Is uh, it, how could you f- kind of fix or oh, geez, resolve or make a relationship go make a relationship go from being toxic to healthy? That's interesting. That's really interesting. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. When it I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's interesting. Because here's the thing is, like, you know, that phrase I've used more than once tonight is endgame. Oh. You're going to have to picture where this endgame is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, and I'm no psychologist. Yeah. It, like, uh, say you're two family members, two lovers, two whatever, two friends, mm-hmm. and things become toxic, toxic, you do at some point have to admit that it can't be fixed. I think, yeah. That's one aspect. I think the f- first thing you have to do, though, is finally like, just not bullshit each other anymore, yeah, and finally gotta, go to that person and be like, "Hey, we need to like talk." Gotta find common ground. Talk is the very first thing you have to do, and be like, "Hey, this is go." What's it's like? You have to be really honest, unfortunately, and you have to get into an un- really uncomfortable conversation yeah. if you want. If this is if you want to try to fix this situation, yeah, it's like, and, why did I? And piss this is you all off, just why? my opinion. I'm gonna say that right now. I'm not a fucking psychologist <laughs> by any means. That's what I was saying. Um, I'm no psychologist, but this is just kind of how I would go about fixing a, a relationship. If well, if I want to, yeah, you have to want to fix that relationship. That's first step, um, especially with a family member. Um, I personally don't want to fix my relationship with my mother, yeah. so that's just another that's another point. But anyway, so I, yeah, I'd start out with talk and be like, look, I want to talk to you I and have a serious relationship. Like this relationship we have right now is not healthy, and, comp- and it's, compromise. It, and has it, to be it, it, it really bothers me a lot, and mm-hmm. I, like I want to keep having a relationship with you, a, a healthy relate. I want to have a healthy relationship with you, but the ro- the path we're on right now is not not healthy, not healthy for again, me again, or you. Again, and, and it's and it, and, and, and you again, tell them how that how that relationship is affecting you, mm-hmm. and be like, look, it, like I'm like I'm drinking more, exactly, I'm, I'm smoking, um, I'm, I'm you know I'm self destructive like, behavior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bothering me psychologically. I can't sleep. It's stressing me out. Yep. Um, my big thing for me is like when it's all I can think about yeah. for the day. And then that person at the same time, the other person has to be willing to engage in that conversation because they could just be like, I don't fucking care. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. What, like whether you, you have to come to terms and realize early if it's going to be fixed or not. Yeah. And well, and you can't lose hope. Yeah. But you also have to. And well, and the hard part of this is, is you can't force it was with family because I actually. I did at one point uh, kind of, I actually did, uh, I didn't get into this, but I, after my dad died, I, me and my mom like kind of, we were cool for a little while uh, and, and everything was all right and because we, we actually talked and we kind of were like, we kind of had a balance and we were good for a little while. Yeah, there was communication and then she did some really stupid shit one time and I was just like, I can't fucking, I can't do this anymore. Well, so you made the call that this situation is toxic. Yeah, I actually, no, I didn't even thought about that until now, but I did try to fix that relationship yeah. at one point. We did for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then she did something stupid and just, I just. Yeah. Nothing, nothing that was. I didn't want, I didn't want to, it was like, that was it for me. Yeah. Well, I was like, I I'm done. That. I get I'm that. done. Um, well, like. And I, you know, it, it's like, you know, maybe you do need to put, put an ultimatum in there if you're, if you're talking to someone. And you want to fix a relationship, and you tell them like, "Look, this needs to happen." Like or this else. needs to happen, and and if it's and like, I'll give you one chance to fuck up, but after that one chance, that's done. it. Yeah, I'm done. done. Yeah, you know, you hate to say something like that, but it's like it, you need to actually like talk. You need to, you need to give somebody some real real consequences. Well, and I do have another question here. It's either now. it's either you want them in your life, or you you know you you want to just keep doing what you're doing yeah. and, and just be like fuck up, or like you know, fuck off. Well, my, my next question is like when you, 
identify and realize that a relationship is toxic mm -hmm. and it can't be fixed, what's the most healthy way to go about it? I the what I did again from personal experience was I I wrote a letter. Yeah. I actually found it to be uh it's actually a really good thing it's to therapeutic. do. I think to do when actually you just you're in a relationship with someone or you have a problem with with, with somebody. Just Maybe you're just right a friend. It's like something that's bothering you just honestly like write a letter to them. Don't even necessarily send it. Just hand it to them. But it's like <laughs> you get all these thoughts out of your head that start that have been bothering you yeah. and building. That's very wise. And that's you can keep going wise. by and revising it. Obviously, you if you write that letter and you want and you have an intention of sending it, like start writing it, but then like give it, it would, don't wait be, at don't, least don't, a couple. Don't be hot headed. No, wait at least a couple days to where you can really like condense down what you want to say. You know, mm -hmm. add stuff, delete stuff. Right. You don't want to like just send them your first draft. Yeah, you don't want to rage send a. <laughs> well, and also you really just want to refine what you're saying. Yeah. And I, I, I did that actually with my mom, and and I, the one thing that was good was she did respect what I had to say, and was just like. I sent her that letter, and I honestly didn't really hear from her. Like after that, I get a text message from her on my birthday and Christmas, and I just never reply. Yeah, you've told um, me that before, actually. Yeah, but that's like that's the way I got out of that. Yeah, and I think that was actually a really healthy thing to do because I explained what my thoughts and emotions were to her, mm -hmm. and that way she knew why I was doing what I was doing. Well, and, the, and that's hard to do. And I think that is actually a good way to go about it is write a letter mm -hmm. to someone and 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 tell them what your issues take, are. Take take your time and put down your thoughts. Yeah, and if you are just trying to get out of it, you know, just let them know why you're doing it. Yeah. Cuz it is a fair thing to do. Well, because everybody has emotions. It's respect, you know, it's respectful of the other person even though no matter like you know, if they're if you're in a situation where like some dude, you know, if you're in a relationship where like there's like physical abuse, yeah. no, just get the fuck out of yeah. there. <laughs> don't take time to write a letter. Yeah, don't take time. Just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and that's an extremely hard thing to do. We didn't even touch on that, but we we really can't. I brought it up, yeah. but you are you are myself would never be. Well, I can't say that you and I ourselves aren't in that position. Yeah, not to say that we couldn't. So be I don't want to comment on it if I can't really. Well, add. we don't we don't have we don't have educated input. No, we don't have educated input. We try to be at least that. somewhat educated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you notice that I'm like anytime I'm like try, go, like going at something that I'm not 100 percent about. I'm like, mm -hmm. eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I've, is kind I've, of more. I've of a, learned this is kind of more of an opinion show anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> so, uh, like on the uh, on the opposite side mm -hmm. of toxic relationships. There's you gotta like uh, in my my personal life. Yeah, I have a lot of really beneficial good relationships. Yeah, you know like that's you, you got to look at it that way too. Yeah, we should talk about it more in a positive note, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. Like there's I have a lot of people in my life that I'm glad to have in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you do have to. I mean, even if you are in a toxic relationship, but I think uh, not necessarily with like a girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, because that's, I feel that's, not, that's, that's not, a completely different thing. But that's not the uh, that's not the the borderline drawing the line in the sand. Yeah, like, I not, think. You do have to, at some point, um, it could, I mean, honestly, at some point, it could be you that's honestly causing this situation or building that situation that's in your mind when, they're at, when it actually might not be the other person. But you do have to start looking at, like, yourself a little bit. You have to assess the situation. You have to, yeah, yeah, that's a good point to put it is you have to assess the situation. And then, like, you know, look at the good parts, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what, you know, what what's good about this relationship? Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with weighing the, the how do you phrase it, the pros and the cons. Yeah. You know, like. And like at one of the big things I touched on more than once is like the human emotional psyche really plays into a lot mm. of of like whether you can break something off with somebody or not, you know, like family member mm. or friend or or lover or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of emotional decisions in there. Yeah. And I think we're just trying to give advice. Yeah, I wish Our I Our unsolicited advice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad person to give advice on this. Well, because I'm like I was talking. Well, that's why we did like discussing it and just yeah. kind of going through the well, scenarios. Like, well, like I started the show off with like really like uh, owning up and yeah. and like I'm 99% of the time I've been the toxic person. Yeah. So like it's. um. Well, that's step one is recognizing right? your, your faults. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's really interesting to be like on the. Um, Without like really getting into it, like I'm actually on the other side of the question, mm. you know what I mean? And it's like, oh. uh, so like it, I'm like trying to like I'm. So you're trying, but you're trying to to try kind of. I'm trying to give the perspective of the person that, like for me in particular, I realize what I do. Mm -hmm. I try not to do it, and I still do it because there's two sides to this yeah. story. You know, like there's there's people that are just bad people. Yeah. And then I have these practices that I just always fucking do. And no matter how much I am like, don't do it this time, I fucking do it. 
<laughs> but you know what? You're recognizing the behavior. Yeah. Well, and like you're trying, you're trying to not be that person anymore. Though. Exactly. Like uh, one of my big things. We again, I'm gonna, I'm opening up. Like uh, one of the big things that I have done that has ruined shit so many times, hmm. and this is being toxic. Yeah. Is like when I'm starting to hang out with a girl, and then she invites me to go hang out with her friends, yeah. and I go with her to hang out with her friends. And I get salty because she's talking to them and not me. Oh yeah. And so and then like I, you um, kind of want you want them or yeah. Well, want... I just don't want things to be different than when we're by ourselves and then and with other oh. people. But you know, like I, uh, I actually had a very good positive moment, like uh, that the girl I've been telling you that we've been talking about that I've been trying to spend time with. Mm-hmm. Like she invited me over to her house. It was a barbecue and there was a bunch of people there. Nice. And I was there, and it, I, I caught myself feeling like that. Yeah. And what I kept, what literally, I snapped it out of existence. I was, like, I told myself, "Don't be pouty. Enjoy yourself." Uh, yeah. Like literally, literally, I was like, "Don't be pouty." Yeah. And I was able to like snap out of it, and it, like it made me act differently. Mm. It made me be like, "Don't be pouty." Like she, she invited you over to hang out with her buddies. Why did, <laughs> why do you need to be her center of attention? Don't be pouty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's. I'm learning. I'm getting better, yeah. but but I'm by no means change isn't you know it's Rome uh, was built a day uh, type stuff. Well, the thing is, like you said, like I acknowledged it, and like I was like thinking about it, like in the past, like every time I've been in that scenario, yeah. like I get fucking pouty because she's talking to other people and not me. So like I'll go sit over in the corner and be like, hmm. you want them all to yourself? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's toxic. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm not, you know, not doing that. <laughs> so, but you know, it's. It was a little step forward towards not being toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, you think we got anything else, man? We we went we're through a man. lot. We had a good episode. We tonight, did a man. lot on this one. We had, we had a good episode. There's tonight. a lot to unpack, honestly. Yeah. This is probably honestly this is probably the longest episode of Philosophical Bones we've done. I'm pretty sure it is, but I feel like we talked about some really good stuff. I and I feel we, we wore I, we actually know, wore our hearts on our sleeves. Well, I always <laughs> like it's funny because I always feel like this this show is a bit of a diary. Well, yeah. For me, anyway. Uh, yeah. And I get to get a lot out. It's one. It's, I'll be honest with you. It's one of my favorites to do. Oh yeah, dude. I be, love be, doing this because you know me. I like to just. Talk. I get to deep like talk talk real deeply and kind of yeah. bring stuff up. And I'm like, I, I love show. I love the makes shows. Makes you feel smart. <laughs> right. Like I, I love the shows that we do that I don't have to have a fucking notebook and oh I know. A, a notebook of notes in front of me. Yeah. To where I can just talk. Mm. So, but yeah, I was I was glad to be here for the twenty first. Twenty first, yeah. I can't believe that, man. And I think we, yeah, I think we kind of answered the question: Why do we engage in toxic relationships? Well, we went about it on a bunch of different angles. Yeah, we did. Hey, this is the first time I ever had little bullet points I wanted yeah. to talk about. Well, like, uh, it, um, just like I'm closing, I think, uh, in it, with uh, toxic relationships, it has a lot to do with what you're going to accept in your life as being yeah. in a relationship. Yeah. And on the other end of it, if you are a toxic person, it's hard to accept. Yeah. You know, but. And if you're, you know, if you are. I almost want to say, like, if you are around someone who's in, you, you have a toxic relationship with, mm-hmm. and you, you want to not, you don't want that relationship to be toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God damn it! Where was I going with this? So you, you don't want the relationship to be toxic. Um, you don't try to, don't try to change them. Just talk. Just talk. Talk. And, and if and don't try to give them advice. Yeah. Well, if they if if they truly want to to change something or that, to have a different to have a better relationship or anything. That they'll ask for it, mm-hmm. and if you honestly just try to throw advice at people, it's not going to stick. It never sticks. I actually think of the old ad. Or I remember, like we talked about this once on the show. Actually, was Kevin Hart. He talked about how he's like, I don't yell at my kids because they're not going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, it's exactly. like, if we, but if I sit there and I have a conversation with them, that's when they'll learn. You talk to them, like but an if adult. I just yeah, when you talk to them like adult. But if I if if you just go ahead and start yelling at them, which in a way, if you're giving advice to someone, you were kind of yelling at them in a way. Yeah. If you're but an unsolicited advice. Well, like, um, well, in my case, with being toxicity, yeah. like I'm I'm just gonna keep going on this because yeah. I yeah like in my case, like uh, when I have a girl sit or I'm gonna just use the girlfriend thing yeah. scenario. When I have a girl come to me and say you're doing this and I don't like it. A lot of times for me, it's I didn't acknowledge that I was even doing it. Mm. So I've had to learn a lot. No, of, I, I've had to learn a lot I about totally it. I totally agree with that. And I've had to be like, I'm not doing this consciously. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, it's like me. I have certain mannerisms about myself. Yeah. Like even just the way I speak or the way I even write like a text message. <laughs> um, that I just don't recognize. Yeah. 
like that I like do. A, I hate to use. And, but when it's brought up to me, I'm like, oh shit, I am doing that. Oh, well, I hate to use this phrase, but like my grandpa used to say it all the time. Uh-huh. It's like a, a skunk can't smell its own stink. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's like for me, a lot of times, like when something's brought to my t- that's how I've been learning. When something's brought to my attention, I'm like, oh, I do do that. Yeah. Oh, oh whoops. Yeah. Like uh, this is a funny one. Um, a couple of years back, girl I was hanging out with or whatever, and I noticed that she, she told me, well, I've actually had two girlfriends do this with me. It's like, you don't know anything about me, do you? Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because all I do is talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, that happened to me the other day with my sister talking uh, on the phone. Was, uh, uh, yeah. She's like, I, I would say something like, oh, yeah, I used to be this way. And she's like, she's like Nick, you need, a, you need to recognize, like, you don't really know me anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like, all I'm I do like, is. You're right. Yeah. Like, I'd like to. Well, like my big thing is like when I hang out with a girl because I'm staying on the same vein. Mm-hmm. When I hang out with a girl for the first time, I like try to like vomit out, spew out all the stuff that I'm into because yeah. I'm so into everything. Yeah, and I don't give them a chance to talk back. See, no, I understand. A- a- that. Again, that's toxic. Like uh, what I was getting at is like when you try to dominate the um, the relationship, mm-hmm. and like you don't get like one of the big issues that I had was a, it was a girlfriend a long time ago. She was and you know. Big respect. She was awesome. Yeah. But like, uh, I didn't know, it. I, like during our breakup, she was like, you don't know anything about me, do you? And she, she I could not answer any of the questions. Like, I didn't know where she was born. I didn't know. Wow. I didn't know, like all this, all these little things. Mm-hmm. But she would sit here and watch Dragon Ball Z with me. Hmm. So that makes me toxic for her, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like she was, she was sacrificing what she was, what she was sacrificing being with somebody that knew about her yeah. to fucking watch Dragon Ball Z with me. It's funny. I just had the, the, the thought come in my head. Like the first step, uh, was it the first step to recovery is, admi- is admitting admission, ad- admission yeah. <laughs> or admitting addiction. Yeah, exactly. Or admitting you're an addict. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're kind of doing that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, well, like I said, I'm hitting a new point in my life where I'm like really trying to, uh, not be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll totally acknowledge I can be a total asshole at times. Well, and, well, and, and, the, and that's actually that's something I don't recognize when I do it. Well, the, the fucked up thing is that what you just said, uh-huh. legit. I, I'm, I, I fucking can't believe I'm gonna. I'm, I'm legit a sociopath. Yeah. I, you know, like so. It's it, that's toxic, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, is I understand, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to finally see you know so like you know i I hope i'm not like that too all we can do is continue to work on ourselves recognize our faults and try to fix them and yeah yeah. just make us ourselves better well and like one of the big things i got one of the big things i got to say is like if you do recognize that you're the toxic person in the situation uh it's your responsibility to fix it that's a good point it is It, it really is yeah but what about the other person if they're toxic well, that's going to be situation. Do you still by, a responsibility to? That's going to be situation by situation. Yeah. Like if you're toxic to each other. Oh, that's like that. Sh- that just needs to stop. Yeah. Like if you if you're toxic to each other, like I had a girlfriend a long time. Like I, I keep going back to girlfriends. Uh, hey, they're they're best examples. Yeah, like uh, it, she was enabling me to be toxic, oh. and then I was enabling her to get mad at me for being toxic. Oh. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, like so, and it. Wasn't I to this day? I don't har- harbor any bad feelings to her, hmm. but our juju, so to speak, <laughs> when our energies came together, we were just mutually toxic to each other. Yeah, I mean, and that's it's hard to realize that it's hard it's to true. it's it's hard to you know like it it literally takes like a friend being like you guys argue a lot. Yeah, and, you know, like like uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna paraphrase something that was said, mm-hmm. like um. This girl that I was with told me that she was going to dance on one of my loved one's graves. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Damn. It, 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 that is not a good relationship. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. And the thing is, is I actually got back with her twice. Whoa. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Toxic I'm, relationship, man. Dude, I'm not... my I'm Comfort. Not, you I'm, know. I'm not healthy in yeah. relationships. But you know, like, was it, the sex good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, one I didn't even mention. I, I did actually have an unhealthy, toxic relationship with a woman once. I can't believe I'm just thinking this now. And and actually, it went 
like one thing was she was really getting bad. That's the hard part, man. Uh, but that wasn't really why I stayed with her. I don't know why I stayed with her for so long. It was honestly. funny how quick my response. I think it was, was. just because of the fact I liked being in a relationship. We well, yeah. Well, you end up falling in love with being. I get comfortable. Well, you end up falling in love with being in love. Yeah. And like that's not healthy. I'm not sure I ever really loved her. I thought I did. I do. I'm 36. Can never say I've ever been in love. Genuinely been in love. No. Uh, yeah. Like I've been, I've been in, I've been in what you would call lust, mm. but like I've never genuinely been in love. Yeah. So, like that's where the big thing is. Like uh, you get in toxic relationships. Like I had the the lust, thinking that I was in love, yeah. and then fucking doing all these things that m- made their life not good. Yeah. You know, you know like. Like them telling me like, "Hey, I'm at work. I'm I gotta go to work for blah 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 set amount of time," and then getting pissed off when I don't hear back from him in that set amount of time, yeah. or like looking into like every little tiny word they say yeah, to me. Yeah, I've done it. It's not, you know, and I I feel bad that I've turned the show around, but like I'm talking about being the toxic person. No, it's cool. We, it's getting we, that perspective, man. Well, that's and the thing is, I'm starting to learn that. Yeah, because like I said earlier, like I'm almost forty years old. And continue being the toxic person is I'm not going to end up with anything good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all, all I'm going to do is give myself anxiety, depression, and loneliness. Yeah. Continually being the toxic person, so I'm finding these little tiny things that. So you're like, trying to improve yourself. Well, like the thing, you're, you're honestly kind of a little bit of an example for maybe somebody else who's listening to the show. Yeah, I think we're trying to give advice. If if you are the toxic, well, you know, if you are that person, well, here's some advice to help. Well, yeah, or if you are. If, you're the, not the person who is it. Maybe you know. Maybe we're trying to give you well, a way well, out. Or myself, as I'm honestly trying to reach out to that person that might be creating the situation uh-huh. and not really acknowledging it. Oh. Like because that's toxicity. You know, like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that word. Like toxicity is like it's something that can be controlled. Yeah. And if you're just if you're just that way, and that's the only way you're ever going to be. There's whatever, dude, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, do whatever, dude, that's you. But, like, if you want to have something that's not toxic and healthy, like, seriously, think about the... Do the, some work. Yeah. Think about the 50-50. Right. That's, that's the way I always put it. <laughs> that's the way I always put it. Because I had a girlfriend tell me one time, like, uh, I was, like, maybe 17 or 18. <laughs> and uh, she said this to me. She said, there's no such thing as a 50-50 relationship. And my response at the time was like, well, there's what's wrong with trying for that. So, but you know, and that was my 15 year old self saying that. So again, we could totally go on this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hour. Man. I'm sorry. I honestly just don't have the time uh, yeah. <laughs> personally. But this, yeah. but this is honestly this has been the longest episode of Philosophical Buzz. It was a good one though. This was this was a really good one yeah. in my opinion. It was definitely it was one deep. of our like it was deep best. It was, it was deep. very deep. <laughs> and you you know you you got a lot out of it, and I got a lot out of it. And yeah. I think that's actually something we tend it's to some, do on this. It's on this. like it's the most I've opened up. Yeah, we get like, we get a lot out on this oh, show. Yeah, man. we, we yes, really do. I think it's honestly very cathartic for us. I believe. Yeah, it's therapy, dude. Yeah. So anyway, so this has been uh, question twenty-one. Why do we engage in talk- toxic relationships? And I think we hit like everything. Oh, yeah. More than <laughs> once, we like circled back onto a couple things. Oh yeah. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's always Dude, if you want. It's always. I had wanna... a lot of fun. Oh. I had a lot of I had fun, a lot of fun too, good, man. It's good being back. Yeah. Uh, as always, if you want to pose a question, hit us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook or nerdybonescast at gmail dot com. And because uh, we always love, it was kind of cool getting a question tonight. It was, yeah. Yeah, so that's actually one of our first. It's, it's our first submitted one. questions. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, uh, and in we the, and we tore that shit up. That's right. <laughs> so I just want to say, in the end, uh, keep thinking.